LeVette Guys live from the Mandalay Bay Convention Center here for the big game. Thanks to our friends at Belfour Restoration, Property Restoration, uh, restoring us to Radio Row this week, getting us out here and making it happen. Um, I will tell you, this morning, um, while getting picked on by uh, your boy Doug over on WGY, uh, he said, listen, I know iHeart doesn't pay much. You guys are probably sharing a bed. Um, I was, Belfour is the reason that we have our own beds, even though guys did try to push them together on us uh, the first night. Um, I, so I don't know what to expect from this one. So we've, we've talked to quite a few wrestlers over the, uh, over the life of LeVac and guys, you know, and some are great. Some are terrible. I have to tell you that the, the one we're about to share with you, I went into assuming it was going to be terrible. Because his whole, his whole routine, his whole persona, is that of someone who does not care, and and does he speak? I, I don't. I don't. I have yet to to hear, ya boy, Orange Cassidy ever open his mouth and say a word. He doesn't say too much, and I'm glad we're talking a little bit before this because you mentioned how wrestlers can sometimes be in character, not be in character. This is not your typical professional wrestling interview. What I mean by that, like, if you're not a pro wrestling fan, that's okay. But just give this guy a shot. Like, if you don't know who he is, after this interview airs, just go on your phone, go on YouTube, type in Orange Cassidy match, and watch how different the stuff is he does. Not the, not the flips, not the dives, the power moves. This guy, hopefully he'll talk about the art. And I don't feel like I'm being crazy when I use that term, art, that he puts into this. I feel like he's going to mash well with this show. And I will, all right, so full uh, disclosure on this one. So we had to tape him late, late, late yesterday and literally thought everything was timed out perfectly except for the fact that God's double booked him. <laughs> I have had a few moments this week of stress. That is the height of my stress this week. When I watched Moreland Greenwood, who you heard earlier in the show, and the wonderful Chef Zimmer, right, joined him as well? Zimmer, yes. Uh and then seeing Orange cast it out of my corner, I'm like, oh, my God, how did I do this wrong? I thought there would be – anyways. And the handler comes up to me and goes, uh, are you guys ready for Orange Cassidy? I'm like, God said he's tomorrow. And he was like, he's not. He's now. He's now. You need to get your bleep together. Um, so, so that's how this all came here. So we had to you know, get it cleaned up and fix it so you guys could hear it the right way. So this, is, uh, this, this, one's, uh, this one already, already happened. I, guys, I think you're right. Especially, I think if you're not a wrestling fan – you need to hear this even more if you are a wrestling fan. Uh, we give you Orange Cassidy right now, LeVac and Gaz. LeVac and Gaz live from the Mandalay Bay Convention Center here for the big game. Thanks to our friends at Belfour Restoration, Property Restoration, uh, restoring us to Radio Row this week, getting us out here and making it happen. Um, I will tell you, this morning, um, while getting picked on by uh, your boy Doug over on WGY, uh, he said, listen, I know iHeart doesn't pay much. You guys are probably sharing a bed. Um, I was, Belfour is the reason that we have our own beds, even though guys did try to push them together on us <laughs> uh, the first night. Um, I, so I don't know what to expect from this one. So we've, we've talked to quite a few wrestlers over the, uh, over the life of LeVac and guys, you know, and some are great. Some are terrible. I have to tell you that the, the one we're about to share with you, I went into assuming it was going to be terrible. Because his whole, his whole routine, 
his whole persona is that of someone who does not care. And, and does he speak? I, I, don't, I, don't, I have yet to, to hear your boy Orange Cassidy ever open his mouth and say a word. He doesn't say too much, and I'm glad we're talking a little bit before this because you mentioned how wrestlers can sometimes be in character, not be in character. This is not your typical professional wrestling interview. What I mean by that, like, if you're not a pro wrestling fan, that's okay. But just give this guy a shot. Like, if you don't know who he is, after this interview airs, just go on your phone, go on YouTube, type in Orange Cassidy match, and watch how different the stuff is he does. Not the, not the flips, not the dives, the power moves. This guy, hopefully he'll talk about the art. And I don't feel like I'm being crazy when I use that term, art, that he puts into this. I feel like he's going to mash well with this show. And I will, all right, so full uh, disclosure on this one. So we had to tape him late, late, late yesterday. And literally thought everything was timed out perfectly, except for the fact that God's double booked him. <laughs> I have had a few moments this week of stress. That is the height of my stress this week. When I watched Moreland Greenwood, who you heard earlier in the show, and the wonderful Chef Zimmer, right, joined him as well? Zimmer, yes. Uh, and then seeing Orange cast out of my corner, I'm like, oh, my God, how did I do this wrong? I thought there would be – anyways. And the handler comes up to me and goes, uh, are you guys ready for Orange Cassidy? I'm like, God said he's tomorrow. And he was like, he's not. He's now. He's now. You need to get your bleep together. Um, so, so that's how this all came in. So we had to you know, get it cleaned up and fix it so you guys could hear it the right way. So this, is, uh, this, this, one's, uh, this one already, already happened. I, guys, I think you're right. Especially I think if you're not a wrestling fan – you need to hear this even more if you are a wrestling fan. Uh, we give you Orange Cassidy right now, LeVac and Gaz. What is he doing? He's out without the kids. <laughs> there you go, sir. Mr. Mr. Cassidy, sir. Get out of here. Vamanos. <laughs> we are. Uh, we... There you go. You got it. Uh, sorry. It's, this has been. Uh, you know, I'm going to sit over on this chair because this cord's like. Yeah, whatever you're calling. Uh, is that okay? Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, whatever. Can you uh, can you hear okay? I can hear great. And uh, you sound great, of course, because you are the champ, Orange Cassidy, with us. Um, I, listen, if you need to kick guys because we made you wait, I'm, I'm all right with it. Hands in pockets. <laughs> give them a couple boots. I don't know. I just – I know it may not seem like it, but I, uh, I try to avoid conflict whatever I can. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you get paid for it. You don't want to do it for free, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Hey, that's a really good point. I'm going to start you saying that. All right, just you know, don't you don't have to credit me because we we did. Uh, we made I'm way. probably going to have to <laughs> come after me. Never, never. I don't listen. I see those hands go in the pocket. I know I'm in trouble. It's over. See, thank you. I've learned. There's only one Orange Cassidy. When you yes. and I found you, if that makes any sense, when you started watching Orange Cassidy matches, right. I'm like. You were like nobody who's ever done this, man. We, we laugh, we cry, we embrace all during Orange Cassidy match. Have you heard that same compliment before? No, I oh. usually just have to tell people that's what I'm trying to go for. Uh, so I appreciate <laughs> you saying that. Um, uh, I know they can't see me, the people that are listening to this. But, uh, you know, go Google search Orange Cassidy. I'm not the biggest guy in the world. Um, I'm definitely not the strongest, not the fastest. So I had to figure out a way to, first of all, to be successful. And then also to stand out, right? I think being unique is very important for everybody. Um, and clearly I wasn't going to be able to power slam people. I wasn't going to be able to jump off the top rope and do a bunch of front flips onto them. Figured out a way to, to, to do my thing. Um, so I just stuck with to, the, to the idea of like, hey, 
what would it be like to really get inside someone's head in a wrestling ring and how would I do that? How would I fluster somebody? Um, thus me putting my hands in my pockets and doing things to kind of get in their heads. I, and I appreciate you saying there's only one Orange Cassidy because I, I, I looked at a lot of professional wrestling. We've all seen, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've seen a lot of professional wrestling. Yep. I wanted, when people talked about me, they say like, there is, I know some people take it as a compliment, they're like, oh, he wrestles like Shawn Michaels, or he wrestles like The Rock, or whatever. Um, I don't want it. I don't want to hear that. I'd rather hear, oh, that's Orange Cassidy. He wrestles like Orange Cassidy. Yeah, is that going to be tough for some people to swallow and, like, watch? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I think to be different, you take that, you take that risk. There are so many great things about AEW. I was at the show in Albany when you guys stopped by Albany. It's, Very cool. It's not just the fans who are so passionate about the action in the ring, but it, it feels like everybody on the roster brings something different. And if you're a pro wrestling fan, AEW is bringing it to whether you're a young wrestling fan learning about it, whether you watch yeah. pro wrestling. It's so different what AEW brings to the market. I, and, and I think, you know, when you talk about an al alternative brand or alternative company, and that's AEW, we want to make everybody who feels like they can't, like, you will see every different style of professional wrestling on an AEW show. Um, and I think that's important because I know you say, you said, you know, being a professional wrestling fan, that's for, a, like, AEW is for a professional wrestling fan. I also think AEW is for people who aren't professional wrestling fans because the biggest compliment I get is, oh, hey, my wife is here my husband's here, my sister, my brother, my girlfriend is here because of you. Like, they came about a ticket because I was watching wrestling. I watched it for many, many years, and then they saw you come on the TV, and you were doing your thing, and like, oh, I got to go see them. And I, that's the biggest compliment because I think we're all trying to get more fans, right? We're trying to be more inclusive. Like, anywhere else, any other wrestling company promotion, I wouldn't be able to do that. And I think that's the benefit that AEW has. That, that's, that's what AEW is, I think being different and, and, and being true to ourselves, which is really nice. Because, obviously, Vince McMahon's name is in the news a lot right now. Right. I can't imagine how the pitch meeting goes when you go in and go, this is how I'm going to do it. So, like, the fact that you were able to do that with Tony Khan and everybody, that's, that, that speaks volumes to their trust in you to go out and, uh, and flesh out this, this Orange Tony, Cassidy. Yes, Tony Khan, I would not be sitting here with you, fine gentlemen, if he was not for him. Um, I think anywhere else, maybe I would have gotten a shot, but it would have been that one note stain thing for as many years as people would tolerate until they got sick of me, and then I'd be out on the curb. I think professional wrestling is an art form. I, I, I truly believe that. And I don't think one person stays who they are throughout their career. I think it's important for professional wrestling fans now to see a, a person evolve into something else because of what happened through throughout their career and I'm and I get to do that like I wrestle differently now because of John Moxley and it's directly because of that match it's directly because of what he did to me um, I wrestle different now and I think it's important that people could see change in in a in a person that they fall from the beginning let's say you started falling but then also if you're a new time fan you can you get it all right I get who this guy is I like your style now, but there was something great about you being in ladder matches and being annoyed by the concept of having to climb I just didn't know the how they worked. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know how the rules worked. And now that I know how the rules work, I, I can do it. Like, no one told me how to climb a ladder. They said it was a ladder match. I was like, okay, so what, did you just use ladders? And, like, 
<laughs> now I do. Now I know. Now I know. That's my fault for assuming that. You know, other right, people right. like me just assumed you know. That's our. How dare we? We're live on uh, Radio Row, Mandalay Bay Convention Center. Warren Cassie joining us right now. And so, like, there's there's people who want to to shoot down what you're doing, but you put your hands in your pockets and you jump through the air through things. It is the human condition to brace ourselves. How did you? There's no way that was easy in the beginning. No. Uh, I actually was just in a match, and I want to say it was against Marco Stunt for Beyond Wrestling up in, uh, in, in Massachusetts in Worcester. Um, and I remember we were wrestling, and he did something. And so I just put my hands in my pockets, like in the match. And he was like, what? He, and he didn't know what to do. And then I beat him, and I was like, oh, I'm going to start doing this more often. <laughs> and then it just... It just went from there. But the jumping, though, with the hands in the pocket, like that makes no. Like I, I watch that and I cringe I myself. Try not to think about it. <laughs> I try not to think about it. <laughs> We're joined by Orange Cassidy. All right, so you're the champ. Yes. Who's, who's the Who's the one you really want to you know get across the ring from? Well, I mean, unfortunately, I never want to get across the ring from anybody because everybody hurts real bad. But uh, <laughs> the quicker I can get to my bed and sleep, the better. But. <laughs> I made it very clear when I won this, uh, when it was then from PAC, from what it's called, the All-Atlantic, that um, I was just going to do what I wanted to do. And that was just, I'm just going to wrestle because that's what a champion does. They wrestle. So I wrestle week in and week out, and I get to keep doing it. Uh, Roderick Strong has called me out because he wants a shot at my championship on March 3rd at Revolution. But that's March 3rd. There's still, like, so many more weeks. So I'm, I'm not just going to stop and wait for that dude. Like... I'm going to keep defending it. So uh, Saturday before the Super Bowl on Collision at 8 p.m. on TNT, I will be wrestling Tomohiro Ishii, who is a very legendary Japanese wrestler who they call the Stone Pitbull. So if you think about a pitbull made out of stone, that's how that guy wrestles. And I don't know why I accepted it, because it's going to hurt. So you're basically going to throw an orange at a stone pit bull. I hope I make contact. Man, we're rooting for you. You're fresh. You're fun. It's a good time. You've got the support of upstate New York. I appreciate that. I've run around upstate New York a lot. I used to run around with Brody Lee and Colin Delaney or Colin Olsen or Jimmy Olsen, Colin Delaney. I know those boys up there. Uh, well, you're welcome. I mean, come on by. Thank you very much. I appreciate we'll, it. I mean, we'll yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pro- we're probably coming back. So I would hope it was great. Albany was great to us that that that, that show. That was that was a great time. So yeah, we're gonna have to get it back. Continued success, Orange Cassidy, man. We appreciate you, and uh, good luck with the Stone Pitbull. <sighs> Thank you. I'm gonna need it. Orange Cassidy. I I I wanted I wanted to like him, but I thought I wasn't going to. I did. I ended up liking him. I ended up, I thought I was just talking to some like. I thought, have you ever had a dream where you became a pro wrestler, like where you're sleeping? Yeah. yeah and then you're I like, have. do you have the one where you realize, like, I have done no training, I don't belong here? Have you ever had that one? I have had that one, where all of a no. sudden, like, I'm gonna, I'm about to fight Hulk Hogan for the belt, and I'm like, I don't know what, the, I don't know how to fall, I don't know how to do this. I feel like, I feel like Orange Cassidy was abducted and forced to become a pro wrestler. 
Like, he just was there, and they were like, and they said, you're going to wrestle now. And he went, all right, I guess. If that's what Fine. you want. All right, I'll wrestle. All right. What do you think? You're the big wrestler. I fan. loved it, man. He was so cool. He was so polite being, you know, some of these guys on Radio Row, if it's your first time, you might have a little bit of ego. Like, wait, so-and-so's making me wait right now? I don't want to wait. Could not have been cooler. Grab the pick with us. Awesome guy. And you could tell after, like, he had so much love for Albany, so much love for upstate New York. Really cool guy. Going to continue to root for him. I love where his career is about to take him. Yeah, I hope he keeps doing this. And, like, I, I didn't get – we didn't really have the time because of everything going on. But, like, <laughs> the people's elbow is a mockery of Hogan's leg drop. I feel like everything Orange Cassidy does is a mockery of the leg drop, the elbow, the five-knuckle shuffle. <laughs> like, I feel like it's a mockery of any of those moves that shouldn't hurt anyone, and we all realize it. <laughs> yes. Yes, probably is. Yes. But he's, yes. but he's still the man. He is very cool. All right. Um, we are live in the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. Uh, we're getting very, very close to wrapping things up, and very soon we'll be on a plane on our way back to the Capital Region. Crazy to think about that. And very soon it's Valentine's Day, guys. Lillian David Fine, Jewelers can help you find what she's looking for. It is a Friday back in the Capital Region, wherever you're listening to this, whatever. Stop into the shops of Wilton, Lillian David Fine, Jewelers, because you might get stressed this weekend before the big game thinking, all right, what do I got to get done? Got to get some nachos, maybe I'll do some wings, some pizza. Oh, no, Valentine's Day. If you have that emotion happen, <laughs> just put it in your phone. Lillian David Fine, Jewelers, get to the shops of Wilton and say, hey, I heard LeVac and Gaz all week. They've been hanging out in Las Vegas. Gaz is rocking his wedding band. He's talked about his engagement, his anniversary, and more. He's Two beautiful boys now, one celebrating a birthday today. I want that part of my life to start up, whether it's the engagement, celebrating the anniversary with your wife, or the Valentine's Day specials they have going on. Make sure to follow them on Facebook, Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Even show it to your fiancé, your wife, your girlfriend. Be like, hey, uh, these guys support a show I listen to. What do you think about the stuff on here? She'll make it easy for you and tell you, oh, I'd love something like that for Valentine's Day. It can happen for you now just by following Lillian David Fine Jewelers on Facebook and stop it in to the shops of Wilton family owned and operated business. Alyssa, David, Tammy G, they'll all take care of you in there and tell them when you stop and you heard about it from right here on LeVac and Goss live from Radio Row in Las Vegas all week long. Yeah, you said it, man. We are live here at Mandalay Bay Convention Center. The coverage continues next right here at Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.